good day. I'm Mark Sylvester, your host for this 805 Conversation, where we talk to fascinating people you'll want to know better. If this is your first time listening, thanks for coming. The 805 Conversations podcast is produced every other week. Please subscribe so you don't miss any upcoming shows. Our show is sponsored by California Lutheran University School of Management and Tolman and Weicker Insurance Services. Thanks to them both for their support and continued encouragement. And thanks to my podcasting partner and co-host, Patrick, from Pullstring Press for this great studio. Hey, Patrick. Hi, good morning, Mark. You know, it's summertime. <laughs> I couldn't tell from down here in the basement. I, I know. It's... Uh, we we just we had solstice and yes. we had uh, that was a pretty successful solstice. People will be listening to this and not know what we're talking about. But my, my daughter, nine month old daughter, loved it. It was her favorite. I thing love that. Her. I'd love you to meet today's guest, uh, Alex uh, Ciccone Casper, is a student out at UCSB. Welcome to the show, Alex. Hey, thanks. Happy to be here, Mark. Now you know uh, we're very uh, supportive of. Uh, entrepreneurs and and young people that are getting started in business. So we support all of the the startup weekends and the mm-hmm. hackathons and all. There's a ton of that kind of activity in the 805 from Cal Lu at the Hub 101 all the way up to the Hot House at uh, Cal Poly. So we th- that the organizing group for the startup at, uh, weekend at Santa Barbara wrote and said, "Would we?" And I said. Yes, I want the winner on the show. Right. So you Absolutely. won. Yeah. Congratulations. Thanks very much. Tell, tell us about it. What'd you win for? What'd you do? Yeah, so uh, we introduced a product called Plus Charge, which is a one-time recyclable, inexpensive mobile phone charger. Uh, and essentially, you know, the way Startup Weekend works is you, you go up there and you pitch on the first night and right. you assemble a team yep. based on uh, the skills that you need to see and uh, what you need to get your business off the ground. And um, so we did that and we put our heads together. When you together. say we, who's, how many is the we? So we had, originally we had five people as well as myself. Okay. Yeah. And, and did you guys go to Startup Weekend? Like, n- you know what Startup Weekend vibe is. So you're like, okay, let's go there. That'll give us the supercharge that we need to get going. Right, yeah, exactly. Okay, got it. Yeah, and uh, and so yeah, we went there and uh, we were looking for sort of uh, mechanical engineers and electrical uh, engineers, uh, uh, and of which there are plenty at UCSB. Precisely, yeah. Right. Um, yeah, and so we 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 pitched with that in mind, and uh, we 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 got this team together. Right there, there was a point where we had we had pitched and. Everyone was interested in the idea and, you know, hey, how can we help? And we say, well, you know what? We, uh, we're looking for mechanical engineers or electrical engineers to design this power supply or uh, this injection molded case or what have you. And then, and I had competed in Startup Week in my freshman year. Oh, you did? Yeah. Same idea? No, it was a different app. It was a fitness app, actually. So I uh, had a little bit of experience there. And, I said, you know, here's what we need to do. We need to go and get pre-sales. That's the name of the game at Startup Weekend. Yep. Is right, walk in with, yeah, an install base. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, because there's a lot of great ideas, right? A lot of great people. Um, but I think the hardest thing about the competition is actually doing. Right, that's, that's the biggest thing is 
instead of just saying, I have this idea, I think it's going to work, people have told me it's going to work, actually validating that concept with, with concrete. Uh, well, there's dreamers and doers. Right. Right. Exactly. So you want it to, it's, we're celebrating the doers. Right. So tell us more, I mean, there lots of questions, but tell me more about the product. So how long ago was it that you won? So we won in February. Okay. Yeah. And so now it's, it's June. Who knows when someone will be listening to the show. So it's been six months. Right. Um, do you have a, a functioning prototype? Yeah, we do. I actually don't have it with me right now, but it's a... Uh, so you have one. Yeah. You we figured have, it out. We have a few, yeah. And so what problem were you solving? Well, so it turns out that, especially at paid event venues uh, like Coachella or amusement parks, stuff where people buy a $200 ticket for the day kind of thing. Right. Uh, that they really don't want to waste any time by an outlet. Uh, and they also don't necessarily... <laughs> oh. <laughs> right? I mean, and they also don't necessarily want to uh, carry around one of those bulky charging banks with them. So where we come in is when they want to take pictures with their friends, you know, keep going on Snapchat and Instagram yeah. uh, and whatnot at Coachella or uh, Disneyland or wherever you are, and they're not going to leave the event. They're not going to leave the amusement park because they spent $200 on the ticket. Yeah, they want to sure. make good on that sure, investment. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, and so their phone runs out of battery all of a sudden and they see plus charge and they say, Oh, $4. I don't have to go anywhere. I just take it off the shelf, plug it in, fold it over and put it in my pocket. And you have a charge, do. instant electricity, instant electricity. Exactly. Uh, and so that's really where, that's then what the do they, then what saw. do they do with it after? Well, it's recyclable. So, uh, so it's just a one-time use. Yeah. Exactly. And how long does it last? So it lasts. Our bigger model is twenty-seven hundred milliamp hours, and that is enough to charge the largest iPhone on the market. So it'll give you one full charge. And so then you could drop it phone. back at the booth on your way out, or what's the when you say it's recyclable? They can recyclable in any recyclable can, or do or back to you guys? No, in any recyclable can. Huh. Yeah, because one of our biggest uh, mantras is mobility. That's something that we're trying to. You don't want to have, have, have make them have to come back to you. Exactly. Right. And so, tell me about that. You know, obviously an idea guy because you competed twice. Yeah. You're sitting around with your buddies. You know, dang, we're having such a good time, but our phones are out of juice. We ought to fix this problem. Was it like that? What's your background? Are you? Uh, um, what are you studying? What's your principal area of study? Yeah, so uh, I'm a CCS physics major, okay. and um, my focus area is actually more on the border of electrical engineering. Got it. Uh, and that's what I'm going to get my PhD in. So for me as an electrical engineer, uh, I'm also obviously an aspiring entrepreneur, and that's what I want to do with my life. Okay. So I said, you know, what problems can be solved that I as an electrical engineer can really make a difference in at my current skill level. Uh, and, you know, I was out one day and I saw this group of girls, right? And, and they were all freaking out. I was walking down the street. They're all freaking out. They're like, oh, like my phone is dead. Like, I don't know. Like they, they clearly like felt kind of unsafe. Like, uh, 
you know, it was dark. They were in sort of like a dark alley type of thing. And uh, they, they were like, you know, I can't call an Uber. Like, where is Melanie or one of their friends? I forget the name. And I was like, just thinking, saw that, and I was like, hmm, that's interesting. You know, if, if we could provide something quick and easy that's not such a big commitment as a portable charging bank, right, that's $30, $40, uh, but just something that grab could, it, grab and go. So yeah. they could pop into a Seven Eleven, grab it, and get get back, get get kind of back to their night without w- with the security and comfort of not feeling like like they were you know unattached to the to the, to what they needed, which is an Uber or their other friends. Exactly. So as a safety pitch, that's a great that's a great product. Yeah. So you had this idea how uh, how long ago before Startup Weekend? So this hits you because I'm really mm-hmm. interested in that 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 the activation of the idea, right? right? You you say, okay, here's a great idea. It smells like a good opportunity. Validate it with just a couple of your buds and go, okay, right. let's go do this thing. But now there's this, at least in my experience, that the scope of the opportunity feels so big. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh my god where do I start? Do right. you have a little bit of fear? Did you have a little bit of like, oh, what do I do first? Like overwhelmed? Uh, tell you the truth. Uh, I was just excited. Okay. So that, I mean, it was a, it acted as a, an energy source for you. Yeah. Okay. Totally. Cause I'm the type of person who, you know, I always, I'm staying moving and, uh, I can't really sit still for too long. So, <laughs> okay. You know, fair enough. Yeah. So for me, I was like, great. You know, I love entrepreneurship. I'm going to sink my teeth into this. And so tell us about, is there, is there some invention that you figured out that allows you to pack that, the electricity in a, in a really small renewable or reusable package? Or how did you re- are you solving a fundamental problem or have you solved a, um, an access problem? It's more of an access problem. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's a social problem and it's a social problem. I, yeah, totally. It's, it's, uh, people are really just addicted to their phones. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. And, um, so it's nothing too groundbreaking on the electrical engineering side. Uh, it's some smart power usage and, uh, it's, some smart uh, up conversion and voltage regulation, that type of thing. But really its big draw is the, the uh, accessibility side. Yeah. What's the biggest challenge so far? That, I mean, cause I'm sure there's a ton of challenges because I'm just thinking distributions. I mean, the, if the promise is it's grab and go instant electricity, then you kind of have to be everywhere. Right. So the distribution problem manufacturing is going to be epic. Um, what are the other problems that you're facing that you face right out there? So you win, you're all excited. That's Sunday night at whatever time yeah. you're, you've been going for 56 hours, literally 56 right. hours on the Yerba Mate. And all yeah, that. no, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, show note, uh, Yerba Mate is our sponsor. Um, the, uh, Monday morning, what did you do first? So actually Monday morning I went straight and I, so over the weekend, we had talked to uh, the owner of Ivy Liquor in Delhi in uh, Isla Vista. And so I had said, you know, what's it going to take for us to get this on your shelves? You know, what do you want? And he was like, 
I think it's a great product. Uh, we'll we'll try it. I'll take 15 units to start. And so he asked if I could come back on Monday at 11. And so I went Monday at 11. Here so I am. We won. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> we won. Walking through IV in my suit or whatever. My, I guess, I guess I was wearing a fancy coat or something. Uh, just feeling totally out of place, right? Because right, you have sure. all these people in tank tops. Of course. Uh, and I walk into the business and. Uh, we sit down and he's very interested in the product. His name's Matt. And uh, we came to a deal that he would buy 15 units for 350 each wholesale. And then he would mark them up to 565 for retail. Uh, What's your cost? The cost is about 180 okay, per unit. Good. Okay. And, and so probably the biggest challenge to answer your earlier yep. question is uh, perfecting that margin. Hmm. Because you're in the pennies and sub pennies now, yeah, right? Exactly. Volume. You gotta sell volume, right? right. You gotta go for lunch. You gotta get. You gotta get these. You know, the other thing I always think about is like, or, or as you're discussing this, I'm always. Anytime we have a startup person come in here, I get really excited because I see that. Like, I just run that tape forward, and it just makes so much sense to me that you would have a drawer with four. Like, if you're an IV, and mm -hmm. I did my time in IV. If you had a drawer in your house with five or six of these and somebody's, you know, comes over to your house and they're headed, you're headed out. Somebody's headed out and they're like, ah, oh, crap, I only got 8% on the phone. Right. And, and I've got to go out. And you're just like, oh, here you go. Let me solve your problem and send you on your way. You know what I mean? Like the shelf life on these is the, is the other real benefit is it's mm -hmm. not, you know, it's not just for the emergency situation. You can have a couple, you can have one in your car, you can have one lying around. Sure. And you don't have to, uh, you know, it's less than that, that maintenance that is mm -hmm. what I'm hearing from you. It's like, it's not that maintenance of like, oh, well, you know, I've got to get my charger and my phone and my battery pack so that I can go to Coachella. It's like, no, I can get it. I can always kind of have one lean, laying around that I can grab to go with or right. send with somebody. That's the other great thing is just like, oh, you guys are headed home or you're headed on a, you know, on a mission. Like, yep. here, take this with you so that you're so that you're covered. Because that's always the thing, right? Like My phone's got 75 percent. Your phone's got 8 percent. What do we do about that? It's like right. handing them off a, a quick charge would be, a, you know, a really I think as a gesture of like, oh, hey, that guy's always he's so put together. He's got extra chargers that he can hand off. Yeah, we could uh, we could have them at weddings exactly. for all the guests. Oh, yeah, special events for sure. Right. Oh yeah, because because they're brandable pictures. and they're brandable. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, you could just right. put yeah, and Jeff that, and Jenna on it. Yeah, <laughs> Jeff and Jenna. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah. More yeah. power to you. I'm just saying. Yeah, you know, yeah. More power to you. <laughs> the power vested in me. Yes. Oh. It just writes itself. Yeah. So this this is what we do on the show. We love yeah. great <laughs> ideas like this. Uh, so tell me of the of the five people, what's your role? You so, the boss? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So actually. At Startup Weekend, we had, uh, I didn't know any of these guys before. Uh, and Oh, the five. Yeah. You so, just walked in cold on fr on Friday night. Exactly. To the How many people pitched? Oh, almost everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's the beauty of Startup Weekend. No, I mean, did 10, it ever, 10, 20, 30, 40. Uh, probably 50. 50 did, pitches. Did you yeah. ever hear a pitch, though, that you thought about joining? Like, did you hear a pitch and you're like, oh, I, Sounds I would better. with them. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Tell you the truth, actually, yes, the second place team, uh, the second place team was this team called Verde, and essentially what they were about was making green home solutions, okay, uh, like uh, for sale on the internet, uh, and trying to make them more accessible to everybody, and that really resonates with me because I'm a nature guy and. 
I, I care about the environment a lot. And so I was briefly tantalized by their idea. But you stuck with your idea. What did you – and so the other – four guys came on you met them that weekend yeah so and they've continued uh, with you are they still all with you no so we all met and uh it was basically just an effort for the weekend yeah uh and since then i've recruited a couple electrical engineers and a couple mechanical engineers uh and another physicist from ucsb and so we're all working on the project together now and what what was the um award for first place the award, like the prize? Yeah. Yeah, so the prize, we got a, a free trademark, which we've since oh. taken advantage of. Great. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah, with SoCal IP, I would like to thank them, by we the way. We love those guys. Yeah, yeah. they're great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, yeah, some legal counseling. and. Was there cash? There wasn't any cash, no. Yeah, but legal, can, come on. That's yeah. legal yeah, counseling yeah. and trademark, that's better. Yeah, better yeah. than $1,000. Totally. Know, what they normally so do. how are you funding this effort? Yeah, so basically the the plan for the short to medium term is this. We're going to generate, we have about $5,000 in seed funding. Uh, we want to generate. Friends and family. Yeah, Got precisely. It. Friends, yep. family, and some of my personal uh, assets. I've invested about $1,800. Okay. Uh, and we want to generate about 3000 more to fund our first production run and our incorporation. And then... The goal is to produce 500, uh, and what we're going to do is put these in various locations, so amusement parks, concerts, nightclubs, and see where they sell best. You know, we have all these hypotheses about what people are going to do, what their interests are, blah, 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 but what we need to do is get concrete information and evidence so that we can then go to a venture capitalist and say, Look, these things sell, and we can prove it. This is gonna be this is gonna be something you're gonna get it, and it's gonna be nothing you expected. It'll be like, oh, it right. turns out the the largest ambulance company in the country bought it for us, so that they could make <laughs> right, sure that right. the phone they could plug it in, so that the person we could call the next to Ken. You know what I mean? Like it'll be something you don't anticipate. It's being always like, that way. Yeah, like oh, it turns out NASA bought all these. What? Yeah. Why? Well, it <laughs> turns out it's really important to have these on Mars. Yeah, That's the way it is. <laughs> right, right. That's and and. Uh, the guy who, um, what you're talking about is called market validation. You're familiar with that term? Yeah. And the guy who invented that lives here in Santa Barbara. His name's Frank Foster. Oh, really? And he, uh, excuse me, Frank Robinson. Frank Foster is another important <laughs> guy in town. Frank, Frank is Frank is, listen, he's another. got excited. Yeah, another guy. Sorry, Frank. I invented Frank, what? Yeah, no, Frank <laughs> Robinson. Um, he's, have you heard the term MVP? Yeah. Okay, so that comes from Frank the minimal, minimally viable uh, product. product yeah. And so we were his seventh customer back in 1986 or seven or something. Oh, wow. And uh, well, from my background is in software, uh, animation software. Okay. And so what, what he did with us was um, you get, you know, you get your seven or eight people and you go and you cold call a hundred different companies and you go talk to them and you show them your prototype and you ask them questions and you, he has the thing called the hundred dollar test is so the, the, the person says, oh, it'd great. It'd be great if this thing weighed less or it'd be great if they tell you all the things it needs to be. And you say, okay, great. And you have those up on a list. And I say, okay, now I have a hundred engineering dollars, these mythical engineering dollars. How would you like them? How would you like me to 
spend them on those various things you want. Oh, well, what's most important? Well, spend 50 bucks on making it smaller. Spend 20 bucks on making them easier to get. Or think about the packaging. If you're environmentally concerned, then I don't want to have single-use packaging that I throw in the trash. That doesn't work for me. So you have all these interesting problems to solve. And then you find out they spent all the money on the first three things, and there's this whole list of stuff left. Right. Oh, now what do I do? It's a great way to test. And by the time... You know you're done when there's no new questions, mm. and you keep you keep iterating the proto, the the picture of the proto, the designs of it. Literally from from visit to visit, you have a couple of the guys are working on the deck, improving the deck, and then you do that. And when th one of the things about Startup Weekend, and let me see if you did this, did you go out and talk to? what, 20 people, 50 people, 75 people during that process? 150. 150. Yeah. So explain to the person listening right now how on a Saturday you were able to pitch this and to some detail to 150 people because that's part of the qualification to get you into the next round, right? Right. Well, so essentially we, we actually didn't want to go out and pitch it to them. We didn't want to go out and sell it to them. We wanted to see if they had the need personally without us trying to sway them or uh, essentially we wanted as unbiased results as possible. Okay, good, smart. Yeah. Uh, and so we went out and we asked a few open-ended questions. Like? Like uh, what's your biggest problem with your cell phone? What's your biggest problem with cell phone charging? Uh, where do you see a need for improvement in that area? Uh, and then we would, if they didn't sort of move toward the product or, or, yeah, you know, my phone dies when I'm at this place and this place and it's, it's really annoying to me and that could be solved in this way, then we would sort of throw out like... What if? Yeah, exactly. What if uh, you were at Coachella and your phone died? Would you see a need for some sort of product that could charge your phone and how much money would you maybe be willing to spend on it. But what we didn't want to do is come at them and say, hey, we have this great idea, would you buy it? Because then they immediately feel obligated to sort of be nice and say, oh yeah, great idea guys. Like, you know, of course I'd buy it. That looks cool, mm -hmm. whatever. It's not real answers. You're not getting, right. You know. right. Yeah, you're getting biased. It's called leading the witness, Your Honor. Yeah. <laughs> right? You don't want to do that. So um, my, my, you know, my, I tend to think of things of marketing and distribution and, and how you get it out. Do you have a business person on the team? Uh, so we're all sort of involved in the TMP program at UCSB. Oh, okay. Tell people, because I, uh, I meant to go back. We have listeners from around the world who are listening to this show right now. Uh -huh. So tell them what IV is and what Isla Vista is real quick, because they're like, what? They don't know. Tell them. Yeah, for sure. So uh, UCSB is one of the most beautiful colleges in the world, and you have this college town next to it right up on the bluff called Isla Vista, uh, and what people call it IV, and uh, it's essentially just ruled by college students. You can picture this. <laughs> yes. Um, full anarchy out there. Yeah, it's full a anarchy. It's a 1960s, 1970s ranch houses yep. covered in, in yeah. one square mile. Yeah, um, but exactly one square mile. Yeah, but occupied by, uh, you know, 20,000 18 to 25-year-olds. Yep. 
yeah, that's 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 about it. And you know, you go out on a Friday night, and it's just all of them are not in their house, <laughs> or not in their clothes. Exactly. That's that's life in IV. I uh, back in the day when I was um, that age. I ran food service at Tropicana Gardens okay. and Studio Plaza and Fountain Blue. So I was uh, in charge of off-campus food service for UCSB at a ripe old age of 20, 21 years old. Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. Blind leading the blind, I tell yeah, you. It yeah. was, um, those were, those were the days. Peanut butter sandwiches for everyone. Yeah. I, yeah. And I had to feed guys like you. You're what, 6'3", 6'4"? 6'2". 6'2". And, uh... Feed guys like you all you could eat for two dollars and sixty-five cents a day, three meals. <laughs> that was like my budget. Yeah, big, big fun times. Um, I'm gonna TNP. You said What's yeah. So that was the the next yeah. one, which is the technology management program, which we're huge fans of from the 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 beginning of it. Years and years and years ago, I've been involved, and I love all of those pieces. It's the cross disciplinary program. To it's the way it was. Sp- spoken about in the early days was there's we have schools that are teaching CEOs and schools that are teaching CMOs, but we have no schools teaching CTOs. Right. Right. Where's the chief technical officer and where are they getting their business chops from? Right. Because right. you know you've got a huge engineering, uh, an amazing engineering school at UCSB. So I'm going to go back yeah. to the question of where are you getting the business chops in this process? Right. So essentially yeah we're all taking these classes you know they have business strategy and entrepreneurship and entrepreneurial marketing and the like and we're really just implementing what we learned there and uh learning by doing and so is trip one of your teachers trip is not one of my teachers got it trip's been on the show yeah i've i've heard of him though some of my friends trip hawkins yeah yeah. okay and um so yeah, I think it's it's just a process of of not only going to classes like that for us, um, but also reading books like the Lean Startup and yep, sure, that kind of you thing. You guys are still reading books in college? That's oh yeah, exciting. I know, hard to believe with yeah. all these tablets and laptops. Yeah, no, ser- wait, okay, so wait, so when you say you read a book, it paper. Paper. I mean, I'm not being facetious. I'm, no, no. I'm very excited about that. <laughs> you hear that. I kid you not. Yeah, yeah, I believe it. The heavy you carried around that heavy book for an entire however long it took you to read. Yeah, it. it's, yeah. it's pretty hard. It it uh, weighs a whole pound or so. Yeah, like oh. <laughs> literally a pound to walk around. Yeah, yeah. that's brutal. That's good for you. Thank you for doing that. <laughs> I appreciate it. Anytime. Yeah. So, is there a software component to this? No, there's no software component whatsoever. Yeah, how does so because sometimes really it, I'm it used thinking to be of the energy like, management. And that well, stuff. but the Apple, com, the Apple, yeah, right. But the right. Apple uh, hardware used to not accept these foreign kind of born bodies of like putting a, a random plug into it. It would have a, a right. little conniption fit. So, did you have to? Is there any worry or concern about getting getting by the the kind of proprietary hookup? Yeah, as a matter of fact, if you just uh, up convert the battery to 5.3 volts and send it through the iPhone charging cable. The, the iPhone will uh, say, oh, this accessory is not recognized. Right. Familiar with that dialogue right. message. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so what we had to do, there's this uh, proprietary charging IC that you have to buy from Apple and including uh. the circuitry. 
Uh, of course there is. You have to yeah. play along with Apple. Yeah. And you can get in there for that low of a price. That's very impressive. I guess they I guess they want this to happen. They want you to be able to do this. Yeah. Phone. It's part of the ecosystem. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But uh, it's funny to me because they always find a way, especially Apple, Microsoft. These guys, they always find a way to nickel and dime you. Yeah. You know, proprietary. It's business is business. Oh, yeah. Right? Somebody will say that about you one day. Yeah, right. they're going to say exactly. That's so, company. <laughs> so your your first your next big goal I got was uh, to produce 500 of these. You think you can do it for five grand, and yeah. you can probably sell all those in a weekend. I'm not worried about that. But you want to use that to fuel a a pretty righteous test market. Uh, in in the various venues you think are going to be the the ones, so that you can then take those results back to institutional money to get a big pop, and then build this thing out. Did exactly. I get that all right? Yeah, exactly. And how long do you think that's going to take? What's your, you know, you you've, you've yeah, you're got some kind of school and stuff. Are yeah. you really going to focus on? I mean, is this going to be the? Is this your is this your weekend job or what is this? No, I mean this is sort of first priority for me, uh, because. Like, like I was saying before, I'm the kind of guy who's always moving, and, you know, if I get bored, it's just sort of... Yeah, look out. Yeah, that kind of thing. And so entrepreneurship for me is a real positive way that I can keep myself occupied and uh, keep myself engaged, and I just get hyper-focused on it, you know. So when I'm not... Like, I'll do my schoolwork. I want to succeed and make sure I do that to the utmost, but after school hours are over, it's just like... You know, You're on it. Yeah. Is it now, uh, uh, do you have someone, is it just you or is, as one of these people kind of become your your cohort, your your partner or whatever that is, somebody you can bounce stuff off of or, is, or are you a Lone Ranger? Uh, no, I'd say, you know, the, all of them are, are, are equal co-founders to me and, and uh, it's, it's a pretty tight-knit team and I'd say that uh, we all have great ideas. We all contribute a lot. And just because I started it and recruited them uh, and lead the team, you know, doesn't mean that uh, really any of them are more Got special it. to me. Than Is John Greathouse one of your teachers? Uh, you go to his lectures? No, I've actually never had him for a class, but. Get him for a class. Yeah, I've heard he's Him really and good. Trip. get them both. Yeah, yeah they've both been on the show, and they're... Oh, really? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And you go into the back catalog, 805connect.com, go find uh, both those talks. And John invited me to speak to TMP last September, I think it was. I okay. was the... You know, they, they have that big lecture where there's like 300 students listening, and right. we did an hour-long deal, so we, we talked. So I'm, I, I love, it. they've assembled some of the most amazing people, the kind of expertise that you're getting, that you have access to. Uh, and like you said, you're learning as you go. So those that are listening to us right now, it's like you don't, you weren't born into this. You gotta go, okay, I don't know how to do this. Okay, I'm literally go get a book, learn how to do that, right? right? Business planning template, all that business model template, all that stuff, you're exactly. doing all that. What, what do you see as the most interesting next problem to solve? You mean separate from plus charge? No, plus charge. No, oh, no stay on that. No, don't stay yeah, focused, yeah. Grasshopper. Don't just let's get, let's get this one done and to market because it's a really good idea. Yeah. I mean, I can think of interesting challenges, but what's the one that you're thinking? 
man, I, Mark, I don't know how we're going to do this one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'd say the, the biggest challenge that Plus Charge faces has got to be uh, its, its proprietary structure. So essentially, our competitors are these cheap Chinese importers uh, and exporters who don't really have companies, um, but they do similar things. Uh, and the problem with that is these little cardboard boxes that are real flimsy and have a connector that's molded right into the printed circuit board. Uh, and so we have a few value props on that, but our issue is sort of developing the business plan, and, and this ties into the 500 units. We need to go out and talk to the customer when we give them those 500 units, uh, and we need to see what else they need, right? Because what we're concerned about is that once we succeed with this, some Chinese firm is just going to come knock in off, and, kaboom. Exactly. And there, those knockoffs already exist, and that's why we think it's not a deal breaker. It's certainly not a deal breaker, but uh, uh, it is definitely something to be concerned about, something to strategize about before uh, you go into the VC because they're going to be all over you. You want to exactly. have a super solid answer for that, right? Exactly. Right? Yeah, because one of our top mentors is Michael Holland. Sure. Uh, CEO of Holland Electronics. And he, you know, he, he, he's been on the side of investing. He's been on the side of asking for money. And he advised us very strongly to uh, consider that because he just say VC will will blow us out of the water for not having thought of all the eventualities and yep. negative possibilities yep. such as uh, knockoffs. So that's when I, that, that initial question when I, because I've started a few companies and you, you have this really great idea and then that dreaming and doing, okay, now we're going to do, and you get that list of all the stuff you need to do. And there's that moment of Wow, that's a lot of stuff. Right. And then that's the stuff you know you don't know. There's all the stuff you don't know that you don't know. To what Patrick was saying earlier, it may be that your big market is paramedics or your big market. You just don't even know any of that stuff yet. Right. right. That's, for me, that's the juice of this. It's like, <laughs> that's what keeps you. It's like, what am I going to learn today? Where's this adventure going to take me? But I'm, want to get back to the the knockoffs how much does the so i could go buy one of these from uh, a, a chinese knockoff of it or a very inexpensive what's that going to cost me well so it's still about five dollars okay so uh, you're price competitive oh yeah and and the the thing is they sell exclusively through amazon uh and over the net and that doesn't make much sense to us because if you have an emergency where you need to charge your phone. You can't get it in three days from Amazon. Yeah, I mean, what, what are you going to, you're going to say, oh, I plan to have an emergency <laughs> in two days. Like, that doesn't make any sense. So you're selling access. Right, exactly. Which we said earlier. Spontaneity, in a word. So that's a different problem to solve, isn't it? So you kind of got to be everywhere. Exactly. Kind of like electricity is everywhere. So Versus. how do you make instant electricity everywhere? Right. Do you know? Uh, well, I mean... I'd say it's, it's not so much a thing of being on, at least to start off with, every corner store, but more in concentrated locations 
like amusement parks and uh, music festivals being everywhere within that. So like just you turn around, you have the whim, and there it is. So it needs to be in every Uber. Think oh. about that when the Uber driver shows up. If he if he had this as a secondary sale option. Oh. You know what I mean? Like like oh, are you guys are you guys going out for the night? You're about halfway through. Here here you know like how did, much powder is on your battery? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh. Do you need to? Yeah. yeah. We can, like if if they just if you just knew that you know what I can call an Uber and and or if I see an Uber in the street. He has one. I know I can grab him because they always partner with Uber. So Uber always anybody who's driving for Uber has five of these in their car. Something like, you know, some kind of subscription base. Like, I'm sorry, exactly. they're not my problem. I'm just, I just, I sit over here thinking about like, how would I want to get, you're right, about the not planning for an emergency. So then I'm thinking like, okay, well, how could you get out to every emergency? Not emergency, but like every right. unexpected like moment. I'm like, oh, well, who's already out there in the field? Who's already been dispersed into the field? And yeah. how can you overlay yep. Yep. your yep. product with them? Or at least have them be familiar with the product to say, yep. oh, why don't we stop at the 7-Eleven and get one? Because we know they're there. Well, this, this whole problem uh, is called the last mile, right? How do I get the, the last mile to you? That it's, and it's an access thing. So Amazon just announced last week a new entrepreneur program. For $10,000, you can get an Amazon van, and you can be delivering stuff day of. Okay? And that's a, they're going to create a whole workforce of hundreds of thousands of people who are going to say, for ten grand, I get make myself a job, my own business, and I'll be the guy. So you know right now, you can go to Amazon and you can say, would you like it today? Well, you go, yeah, that'd be nice. I'd like it today. Well, I have to drive out to IV to get it. Well, what if there was a, a, an entrepreneur who says, well, heck, I'll go get one of these vans, and I'll go get it for you, and I'll be delivering that stuff to you. There's, that's going to be the thing. So now to your point, that's getting it to them. However, I was thinking, if you go to where, why is the battery dead? It's because it's phones and Snapchat and it's sharing on social. That's why. And those are battery intensive things, right? So you want to go to where people are doing a lot of that. That's kind of really your jam, right, exactly. to do that, right? An interesting adjunct to that might be to, to partner with or also solve the power use problem in the first place. So it's like, yes, that's a problem. You're out of juice. Here's some instant electricity. Oh, and there's an app you can download that's going to make this electricity last longer because we understand power management. Totally pitching him. I'm pitching him. Totally pitching him. Is a software like company? Right. No, but you, you, so you could say, hey, you probably didn't think about that. But there's some really easy stuff you can do to get more life out of your battery. We, I think we've all looked at it, but we're, oh yeah, oh, you know, we're not paying attention. Right. So you pay attention for them and say, so, and not only do, am I going to give you the, the power that's going to full charge for your phone, just go download this little app that comes with it. It's free and it's going to do some power management stuff for you. Just a thought. No, that's, that's a great idea. Yeah. Stop it, Mark. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. You yeah. know I'm recording over here. Yes, right? hey, you I should, know. Uh, yeah. You should charge for this. People yeah. need to hear this. No, that's okay. That's what the, our show is a service, right? We've Which has evaporated. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. I was, I was jumping oh, your line. Oh, you were. Yes, we are. So, because the thing is, um, 
if you could figure out a way to give me more time for this podcast so that I could make 45 minutes last longer because I want to keep talking to you, but I'm out of time. So how do we work on that problem for me, Stretching sir? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I need a, I, well, you know what I want? I want a 40-hour day. Oh, yeah. Oh, there we go. That sounds Man, great. Wouldn't you yeah. like that? You oh, that'd be one day a week. Oh, my God. I just work one day a week. Get crazy. Right? Yeah, I know. 40, right? Think about that. I want a 40-hour day. I'm down for that. I'd work all 40 hours. I, I was a chef in, when I was your age, we've already established, and I was whining to uh, the owner of a place because I had worked 80 hours. I was beat to death. And, and I said, I, work, uh, I was whining. And he said, how many hours are in a week? So, so I did the math real quick. I said, 160. You worked 80? He was like, so you only worked half time. Shut up. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, yes sir, back to work. Um, that being said, I'm I'm thrilled that you won. I th I love your idea. You've got yeah, some thanks. huge issues. I think the biggest one though is I would go figure out a marketing partner immediately so you solve your distribution and your funding right off the bat. So if you went to the largest concert producer mm -hmm. and you went to them and say, "We've got this thing. We want to do an exclusive with you. It's a million bucks." the million dollars, so now you're not giving up any equity. You, instead of going to get a, a, a VC as a partner, they want equity, go find a customer as a partner. Software.com went and uh, learned that from Larry Burrells. They went and got AT&T. So instead of you know, selling equity, go buy a customer. And for a million bucks, you've got the exclusive for a year or two years or whatever it is, until you can get the thing built. Because now they can sell the back, the advertising on the back of that charger and then figure out the recyclable part because Patrick made a really good point. Um, you've got to, because your market is going to want to know, gosh, I'm just throwing this thing away. I got to feel better about that. You already said you're, you care about the environment. So yeah, that's another problem is in your future is to figure out a way to spin that mm -hmm. to where that's a good thing, yeah, not a bad thing. Like right. if you could figure out how to recharge him. Don't tell him about the scary stuff. He's just getting started. No, I want to. He's looking alone. too happy. I want to <laughs> slap him down a little bit. It's an old entrepreneur's method of, of listen, young man, <laughs> from, the, from the top of this mountain, let me tell you, you don't want to be up here. Go home. Alex, thank you so much. Uh, what are we going to call this show? If someone's looking on the, the list, they're listening on the phone, I want to listen to a good show. What's my next episode? Right. This, what, what would you call this? This conversation? I'd call it uh, an easy charge. An oh, easy charge. God. Yeah. He's going to go far. Yeah, he is. I like that. An easy charge. Alex Ciccone Casper, thank you for joining us. I also I want to thank the folks out at UCSB and the TMP program and, and all the educators who are listening who are providing the infrastructure and the, and the uh, venues for this kind of innovation and interesting ideas to to blossom and the ecosystem around that the people who go to these startup weekends say how can my talents be used um, look at startupweekend.com find one near you they're everywhere it's a, a full franchise thing tons of them here in the 805 but in your area they are there as well and go support that this is where all the innovation is it's a big place where innovation is coming from alex thank you so much yeah hey thanks a lot mark and good luck to you um, and when you have one 
drop us a note because we want to. I know we're going to have a picture of you holding one, but once you, we, we like to keep track of the people on the show. Yeah. Uh, you'll do that? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay, I love it. I also want to thank California Lutheran University School of Management and Tolman and Weicker Insurance Services and our podcasting partner here at Pull String Press. If you're interested in doing your own show, what would they do, Patrick? <laughs> Contact us at podcast at 805.com. What is it? 805connect.com. Connect.com. Yes. 805.com is a totally different thing. That is a whole different thing. 805connect.com. Yep. Uh, podcast at 805connect.com. Uh, rate, rate, review. Let us know uh, with a little. All you have to do is, is just go back out to the show, scroll down a little bit yep. in, in your app there, and you will see an opportunity to put some stars in the show. That lets other people know that this is something that you enjoyed. And that's probably, you know, if you're a person who found the show because somebody else recommended it, then do the same thing for them. It's and thank them. Yeah, thank them. Right? Oh. So that's, I, lo I love that part. So I would love to hear from you if you have an idea uh, for some, a guest we should have on the show, someone you've met who is interesting that you think other people would like to know about that person's work, uh, drop me a note, mark at 805connect.com. Thank you in advance. And until Absolutely. next time, this is Mark Sylvester your host for 805 Conversations.